hello? It's Koya Ami speaking. You said a traveling time? Oh, oh, a traveling mind. Yeah, welcome to the show, A Traveling Mind with some of the most decorated female athletes. Here we'll unpack the mind by having authentic, thought-provoking conversations. And you know, just most importantly, removing that tough layer of skin that us athletes are expected to live in. Welcome to A Traveling Mind. This is the first episode ever. I'm Sequoia Almond, currently a point guard here at LMU. I'm a sophomore with a 3.9 GPA. So you know that means I'm pretty smart. Um, coming out of high school, I was a 12 point guard in the nation. But I'm not only a basketball player, I'm a writer, an illustrator, an artist, a fashion icon. And you know, I'm, I'm a comedian. I think I'm pretty funny. And also, another talent of mine is bringing forward some of the things seeing inside of student athletes outside of the athletic ability. I'll start off with a little bit about me. Actually, I feel like I kind of do know who I am because I feel like your identity is what is what pushes you to do certain things or behave certain ways. And I feel like I've been through so much shit, like bad stuff, adversity, that it always revealed to me who I was. I'm resilient. I'm like... I don't. I feel like that, but I have with with me not playing basketball, cause I've been playing basketball all my life, and ever since eleventh grade, I ain't played basketball consistently. So it forced me to kind of be like. On this show, not only will you learn about my guests, but you will learn a little bit about me every episode. And with that being said, today we have coming off a seventeen-point performance versus the Oregon Ducks. And receiving the player of the game, we have London Jones, a.k.a. The best in the land. What is up, y'all? <laughs> For those of you who may not know, London is a two-time gold medalist coming into UCLA. She was ranked number 22 overall in her class and number five in her position. And now she currently leads Pac-12 player three-point percentages and also is a key player to UCLA success. This is one of my closest friends, and I'm so glad to have her here today. She's that girl. She's so confident. She's a beautiful person inside and out. She's one of a kind. I can tell you for sure, you'll never find another London. She has such a magnetic and just uplifting personality and a warm spirit, and I'm just so glad that she's here today, and y'all can learn a little bit more about her outside of the court. And I just want you to know, I want this to be the most authentic and vulnerable space. I want it to be how we usually come and say, you know, it's never forced with us. It's always a vibe, and I want it to be just that way here. And I want us to get to the root of who we are outside of basketball. Like, who are you outside of London, the basketball player? Who is London Jones, you know? So, first, rapid fire. So, no cap or little baby? Little baby. Little baby, okay. Blast or Bryson too? Blast. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Allen Iverson or Kyrie Irving? Kyrie. Beach day or stay at home and watch movies? Stay at home and watch movies. Okay, you a homebody. And that's another reason why I want you here because, you know, everybody see you playing basketball, but we don't really see you outside. We don't really know what's going on, how you think. We just see you as a basketball player. If you were to describe yourself in three words to, regarding to what makes you you and who you are, what would those three words be? Confident, faithful, mm -hmm. and different. Different. Okay, why do you say different? Um, I just think I'm not 
just ordinary. I feel like I think differently. I'm um, not like everybody else, so kind of puts me in a different perspective sometimes, but it's different, so I like it. Okay, um, out of those three you said, has there ever been a time in basketball, or especially with your transition from high school to college, that you second guess kind of lost it? I think um, faith was a little different. Um, I feel like I came in in high school. High school and college, first of all, is completely different. Um, so coming into college, I feel like learning that, like learning a different system involved. You live on your own. You're paying for your own stuff. Like It's just completely different. You're away from family. So I think that that had a big thing to do and then not feeling like yourself and you do come into a new system. It makes you question things like, was this the right place or... Should I have done this differently? What should I have done? So it makes you second-guess things. But I think faith, um, I shouldn't have second-guessed it, and now I don't second-guess it, but that was something that was questionable in the beginning. Okay, and what would you say kind of brought you back home and brought you to the realization that me being confident, me being faithful is who I am? What brought you back to that centerpiece? I think I'm very, very family-oriented, so always being with my family and them keeping me on the right track, I feel like if I didn't have my family, it would be a harder path for me. Um, but I do, so they just let me know like what it is, like what God's always done for me, um, what He's provided for me, even when I didn't know it was coming, or what He continues to show throughout this whole process, and the people that He sends to give you messages, like everything, everything hits at a certain point, so just understanding that, paying attention to it, and then finding the message that he's trying to get across. So, as far as you've been in college, what are some messages that you think you've got? Messages as in like what? You say God sends messages mm -hmm. to people. Mm -hmm. Is it any specific message you got while being in college is like, okay, keep going, or this is a sign, God know I needed this? Yeah, I think I was, um, it was one, it was after one game and I played really bad. I forgot who it was against. And my family had stayed in the hotel right across the street from our campus. And so I went to the hotel and I was talking to my family and I walked in the lobby and this guy, he was, um, he said, I've been a director. He was some director or something like that, but he said, I've been a director for something, something years when Kevin Love and Westbrook were here and I've seen this process, like, your something's gonna happen that's really good like stay the course like you got it like you're about to do some amazing things here and then it kind of clicked like how ironic out the blue some guy just came up to me talking about family like it don't really work like that but you kind of just figure it out you pinpoint those little messages okay um do you believe there's a way that basketball has shaped your identity or also hindered you yeah i feel like confidence actually comes into play with that I feel like because I know how like what I'm capable of on the court and how I perform on the court, that builds not only like who you are, but it just builds your confidence to know who you are. Like I'm really it. Like I'm like that. Like and then you just kind of carry that throughout life. Like it doesn't just remain in the basketball aspect, but you learn how to just appreciate yourself, love yourself. Like yeah, ain't nobody taught that. And that's really what it is. And it's crazy that you said it because for me in regards to basketball, I feel like. As much as it's helped me, it's hindered me as well because, you know, in the basketball world, you brought up, like, uh, failure is not an option. Like, it's either win or lose. There's no in-between. There's no, okay, you try. So I feel like they kind of translated over to me, like, in the real life, in school, because I know, like, in school, if I'm doing something wrong or I get a question wrong, I just feel like I did. I don't even acknowledge anything I did good. I just acknowledge it. I'm like, okay, you didn't win. Like, yeah. So I feel like 
that's one way. And it's kind of made me, it's, it's made me not as vulnerable, but I've been working on it, like expressing myself, because in basketball and sports, you don't show no weakness. That's the motto, no, show no weakness. So I feel like they kind of translated over to me in real life as well, because if something's going on, I don't know if it's like, oh, like you tripping, it's not that deep, or it's actually bothering me. And so I feel like that's the way that basketball kind of, like, well, sports has kind of hindered me, and I'm trying to get over because I'm like, you got to know when to let go. You got to know what applies to what. And, yeah, do, is that anything that's happened with you? or? No, definitely. I think that basketball kind of shapes you. It has a big part to do with who you are, and I feel like just because, like, you, when you play a basketball game, like, you kind of just know who you are. Like, you know who you are, you know how you play, you know what you could do, if you could shoot, dribble, whatever the case may be. And I feel like sometimes you be so disappointed in yourself that you let other things carry on, like, outside of the court. So it's, like, little things that I know better. Like, I know better. So it's like, okay, in basketball, you learn a lot about, like, dang, like, I missed a shot, I missed... But you're, you're really training yourself to forget about what just happened, like... You miss a shot, oh, well, next shot. Like, you, you forget about it. So, I feel like some things you do have to imply, apply outside of basketball world into real life. Like, shit hap stuff happens <laughs> that bothers you. Um, you got to just figure it out. You got to move past it or it can bother you. But after it's done bothering you, move from it. Like, don't go back and forth about it. Just move move on from it. And so, how do you move on for from bad games or missed shots or... Performance. I think it's kind of just what I tell myself. Like, I just feel like, like, this actually happened last game. Uh, we played versus Utah, and I had the chance to hit the game when it shot to win the game, but I missed it. Um, and it was kind of irritating me. Like, it was it was irritating me just because, like, I, I normally make these shots. Like, I literally practice every day after practice or before practice or whatever the case is, but I practice these. So, like, I was questioning stuff on, like, why wasn't this going in? Like, why why didn't it go in? And my family sent me, um, it was a day after LeBron missed his buzzer beater layup. My dad sent me the video and was like, it happens to the best of us. Like, and that kind of changed my perspective. Like, you're right. Like, LeBron missed the layup. Like, <laughs> you're right. So it's like, um, that's kind of what helps me. But, I mean, different things help me. It's kind of just what I talk to myself. But after a while, I kind of just move on from it and do things that I know that take me off it. Like, hang out with people or whatever the case may be. So, as you know... In today's time, not only do we tie, sometimes tie our identity to basketball, but I feel like everybody does unintentionally, and it can have a positive or negative connotation. However, I feel like basketball kind of take away the creative control we have over our life and, like, a sense of self. <clears throat> and, sorry. Sorry, y'all. Um, because then I feel like when athletes try to be true to who they are, it's kind of sometimes misinterpreted or looked at the wrong way. For example, like, now you have the thing with Angel Reese. And so she's just a competitor, and where she comes from made her to, to who she is. She's from Baltimore. She trash talks. And she's just very passionate and unapologetically her. But I feel like when she displays that, people look at her as like, what is wrong with this girl? She's crazy. So do you feel like has there ever been a time where just you being you your identity for you on the court has ever been mistaken or you've been misjudged off the court, for instance, like you're very confident on the court. Do you feel like off the court has there ever been a time like she's cocky, like she's just, has it been misinterpreted? 
Yeah, I think um, I think there's a difference between cocky and confidence. Um, I get told all the time I'm conceited, but I really just I really believe it. Like I really am it. Like I'm yeah, pretty as hell. <laughs> so yeah. um, I I don't know. Yeah, like people people misinterpret things as well. But also, I feel like a lot has to do with people that are also insecure about that thing that you're very secure about. So it's mm-hmm. like, I could be so confident in the way I look while you're struggling with the way you don't look because you don't like the way you look. So now you're trying to make it seem like I'm cocky because you don't feel the same way about yourself. When regarding if I'm talking to somebody who feels the exact way about themselves, we're about to have a conversation like, bro, you be feeling like that too? Like, yeah, yeah. me too. Like, you really like, like, that's how the conversation is going to be instead of like, you're cocky like and it's like no you're just not confident with yourself so you're trying to make it seem like i'm cocky but i'm just confident so yeah it is true do you feel like since how long have you been playing basketball first um i started off playing with boys i want to say maybe like six five yeah okay so since you've been playing basketball since a toddler do you feel like since you've played for so long this gave you your identity or did you kind of just find your own I didn't, or do you still not know who you are outside of athlete? Um, I think, that's actually a really good question. I think that because I've been playing basketball for so long, it's kind of all that I know. Like, but I feel like I am who I am because of it. Like, I wouldn't be who I am without basketball. And I say that as in, like, you learn so much through basketball. Like, you cry, you're frustrated, like, you get pushed to your limits, you want to tap out. Like, there's so many things that come with sports and not even just sports but being good at your sport like perfecting it like you don't just play to play like this is really something that I'm basing my life around like I have a full ride scholarship like I'm school's getting paid for like it's things like that like that's real life like you know what I mean so um yeah I wouldn't be who I am without basketball definitely but I definitely know who I am and that has a part to do with it but I feel like also who you surround yourself with that encourages you, that gives you that self-talk, that instills that in you has a big impact as well. So from what I'm hearing, you really value who you allow to have access to you. Mm-hmm. And is that something you just learned growing up or it just became like, well, I'm always in my family, so this is where, I st- this is where I'm staying, or you just learned that from experience? I think that I've, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to do with experiences, but not even experiences, just, like, what I've been around and, like, what I've seen and things like that. Like, I there's some really grimy people out here in this world. Like, there's some really harsh, terrible people in this world, and I feel like I just have to be smart of who I allow in my circle, but I also know, like, the people that have my best intentions, which is your family, but sometimes it's not always your family. So, like, really understanding that and seeing how people move, but it, you might think of it differently because everybody's not raised the same, so the way you might interpret somebody is not the way I interpret them. So, yeah, I would definitely say that. I'm very, very cautious of who I have in my circle. Um, I don't have that many friends, and it's not because I people don't like me, but it's genuinely because, like, I'm not, like, I, I, I'm I very observed. I very I observe very much, and... If I if there's something off about you, then it stops right there. It's not continuing yet. And that's very true. Because ever since I've known you, I've never seen you around a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, so I would say, do you recall any other passions, or do you think you have any other passions besides basketball, or things you like to do outside of? Genuinely, I really like to be my myself with my family. Like I really enjoy that. Like. 
it would be times where my friends be like, let's go out. I'd be like, no, I'm okay. Like, I, I'm with my family. Like, I'm going home. Like, literally, my teammates will get mad sometimes because I'm at home while they like, let's DZ, let's go to Boiling Crown. I'm like, I'm at home. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I just really enjoy that. But I also like just cherishing the people that you love. Like, mm -hmm. I really love them, like, with the, everything in me. So it's like, I don't know what could happen at any given day. So, like, just trying to cherish those moments. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm very picky. As far as, like, what are you, what you're saying is some things that people don't realize till they're older. And where do you think just you having this understanding and appreciation for life and the people around you came from? Um, I mean, I have two older sisters. Um, and I'm eight years apart from the older one and six years apart from the middle one. And they're very close and they live together and like things like that so it's like I've always grown up trying to catch up to them and trying to be where their feet at and while I'm crawling they I'm trying to run with them while they walking and stuff so it's like just things like that I feel like I've, I've matured just being around family that's matured and I feel like I have a great household I have a great parents that I mean it's honestly it's hard to be a parent because I couldn't even imagine it but like just having two older sisters, they're very, like, it's not the older sisters where it's like, let me know if you do this, I'll, I'll give it for you, or let me know if you want to do this. My sisters are literally like a second mom and a third mom, so it's like, I'll even have arguments with my mom, and they'll be like, you need to talk to mom better, like, that's not how you talk to her, like, it's just stuff like that, so it's like, I just kind of learned, like, you're right, and like, things happen where I'm like, wow like only if that happened like I don't know what I would do if that happened to my family like I don't know how you're going through that I don't know what you're going through but I couldn't go through that you know what I mean so it's like I, I think I started seeing that and it really changed um my perspective on a lot of things but I also watched a movie, <laughs> what movie? called um something I forgot what it's called but it was so fire I don't know well I didn't tell you all the names so I can spoil it um it was a movie about a mom, and she had married somebody, and fast forward, she was dying, and she had two little boys. And so the whole time she had been raised, she was a stepmom, so she had been raising this, the, the father's kid. And long story short, she meets the mom, the biological mom, and she asks her, like, would you take care of my kids? Like, And she's like, no, like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'm dying, like, I need you to take care of my kids. So that fast forward, that movie's really, really sad. And so my mom pauses the movie, right? And she's like, um, with that, oh, because the girl goes, I only have three years to live or something like that. And my mom goes, with that being said, and my whole family, like, started bawling. Like, yeah. we got shook. Like, we started bawling our eyes out. And she was crying because the movie was sad. So we're like, what is she about to tell us? Like, bro. And my mom's like, um, with that being said, like, I don't have to get any more checkups yet. And, like, we're like, what? Like, you don't say that. You don't do that after we're watching a movie while she's dying. Like, we don't do that. So that just really, well, I was really shaken up about that. Like, I was like, what if, like, that was with my mom? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just think, I just take things like that. Okay. You pay attention. But while we're here, the fact that you mentioned that movie, I still think that movie missing. I think we should go see it. You know, it's about the yeah, girl. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> no? No? I'll give it a second. I give it a second. You a second. I think we should go see it. I give it a second opinion. I think we should go see it. It's, you don't even like scary movies. It's not a scary movie. We can just see, you know, her mom went missing on vacation. You know, it can help. It can help some. We can help what? You let my mom go missing. I'm fine. Everybody. No, to that's what I'm that's saying. We should watch it. You know, you like movies like that. Not too much. All right. She just don't want to go to the movies. Not okay, too much. Guys.
So, okay, another question. Have you ever seen Wakanda? No. <laughs> Alright, so before we talk about any movie, if you haven't seen that, we're not seeing a movie. Like, what's wrong with you? And that's on Disney Plus. Like, come on. Alright, we'll have a movie night. We'll watch Wakanda. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> not do it. Okay, how do you feel your family and just being so close-knit with them has helped with you? With your identity, I, I know they probably instill a lot of confidence in you. So how do you feel like just having that great support and even BK? She do what she does, and I'ma say what I said. She the best in the land, Landeezy. Best in the land, cash out. How, you gotta have that. How does that help too? <laughs> um, I think BK does a really good job at what he does. Like yeah. he does that to players um, that he trains. Like he just has a really good mouthpiece where. He says things that you can really relate to or that you think twice about. But regarding my family, um, I think, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I have a great family. My yeah. family is very supportive. Um, they're at every home game, away, basically away <laughs> game. Um, just everything like that. But I think that that has so much to do with um, everything because that's something that I've been used to all my life. Like they did that with my older sister. They did it with my middle sister. And now it's me because I'm the baby. But... Um, I feel like it's double that because they, you know, they're the oldest, so they were in college and what they didn't, you know, it wasn't the same. And now that I'm a baby, I have all of them instead of just two, three, four. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that's very, very important. Um, I think that because I've been around it for so long, I don't know what how how I would be if it left, like if I didn't have that support anymore, or whatever the case may be. So. Yeah, that has that plays a really big factor. Like I look forward to seeing them. I look forward to hearing their voices. I look forward to them being obnoxious. Yeah, I look forward to that. <laughs> okay, this is a wild question, but okay, has there ever been a time where you know you have a bad game where you just have like the worst tournament ever, and you just feel like I don't even want to be seen on social media, like. I just want to disappear. Like, have you ever? I'm asking because I know it's sometimes where I'm like, bro, I'm not producing. I'm not doing nothing. I, nobody should see me. Like, I don't want to be seen. Yeah, I kind of get like that after every bad game. Okay, actually, if I'm being completely honest, before I even came to college, like, I was used to scoring. Like, I'm not even on no coffee stuff. But, like, I was used to scoring literally, like, 20 points, 30 points a game. So when I came to college and I was scoring, like, 10, 7, I'm like, what is this? Like, I couldn't figure out, like, I'm like, what are you doing? And so many people around me were like, you look so good, you look like you're growing, and I'm like, growing, like, what is what is what? Like, I had no idea what it was, um, but yeah. So. Do you feel like your identity is based on when you thrive most and becoming a lot with what birth, with, sorry, let me reword this. Do you feel like your identity is based off of when you thrive most and become in alignment with what best serves you? I'll answer it first. If you wait, know. hold on. Wait, wait. Okay. Say that question again real quick. Do you feel like your identity is based off when you thrive most and become in alignment with what best serves you? Um, yes and no. Okay. Elaborate. Yes, because everybody loves that feeling when something goes right or you're successful about something or it's what you wanted, what you prayed about, whatever the case may be. No, because I feel like the way you handle the adversity or the way you embrace it or whatever you go through while you're going through it 
has a lot to do with your identity because of how you handle struggles or whatever the case may be. So yes and no. And it's crazy that you say that because I actually asked Paris earlier and she was like no. She was like she she agreed. She was like no because she feel like your true colors come out when things don't go your way. It's like who are you really? And it's crazy. You're really a little sister, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah, I have to say yeah. So, <laughs> so with that being said, who who are you like? You you said you know who you are and describe yourself without basketball. Just who are you? I know you say you're confident, you're faithful, family oriented. Really, I'm answering a question for you. Yeah. You're confident, you're faithful, you're oriented, family oriented. And so, with that being said, for people who trying to because I know everybody don't know their identity or who they are outside of basketball. And your identity, when it's based on basketball, your identity kind of wavers in. It's mm -hmm. like, like when it's going good, oh, I'm a basketball player. When it's not going good, who am I? Like, I don't know what else I bring to the table. So what advice would you give to people who may struggle with it? Um, honestly, my answer is always God. Um, that's been my answer to everything in my life. Um, so yeah, I would say God and just praying and not, but like when you're praying, like, it's not always like, can you make this happen? Can you do this? Can you do this? But it's like thanking him, you know, for what you already have, thanking him for the blessings that are going to come along. Um, thanking him for your family, like what you have and stuff like that. So I feel like people also need to understand, like when you're praying, how you should be praying and not just like, can this happen? Can this happen? Can you please stop this from happening? Like, that's not really what it's about. So like just building that relationship, I feel like, like going to church, really hearing the word, like whatever you have to do to become closer to that. Cause I feel like the closer you are, the better it'll be for you. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. I hope that this has provoked you guys to figure out who you are as individuals outside of basketball, and I really enjoyed this.